0: you're listening
1: i just i just don't care
2: look if you're 300 pounds then you are a monster and i don't want you to talk
0: Welcome back listeners to This Is A Work. My name is David Hensley. I'm the owner and creative director of Long Walk Productions and I am here to introduce your
2: host. David Two Dogs Hayes. Thank you very much, David Hensley. And welcome to Rock Hill, South Carolina's only premier wrestling pay per view podcast. This is a work. With me, as always, my tag team partner, Chris, the fashion plate Barnes. Happy WrestleMania Day, brother. Welcome to night five. <laughs> so, we have got a lot to talk about. We're going to try to cram two nights. Into just, we're going to try to get this done in under two hours. So, what do you say we get started? Okay, so, night one,
1: match one. <laughs> it started raining. <laughs> so, we had the delay. So, match, match one, WWE versus weather. Um, mm-hmm. Weather won. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, yeah, we had to improv there
2: for a little bit. A lot of people cutting promos. Even Bobby Lashley. Was uh, put on the spot there, and he did about like you would expect him that to. That
1: business hurt.
2: <laughs> yeah. Don't get me started on the hurt business. That's <laughs> That'll be a half hour right but there. But
1: don't worry. <laughs> they made new friends.
2: Oh, did they ever. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Bobby Lashley, we started this match. Uh, Drew walks out, uh, gets a little misty-eyed. Mm-hmm. as he's seeing a live crowd that was a
1: recurring theme and, and it was it was fun to watch actually it was it was I wanted
2: I got a little upset with him there for a second I was like you
1: stop that Dude, everybody's looking at you man no one can <laughs> help it, help it. no one could help it, it it's uh, it's understandable
2: <laughs> you can't get the title back if you're crying damn it <laughs> Son of a bitch and then here comes Bobby Lashley, and he was crying. for That wasn't cry. That was him just sweating. And
1: He just has nothing to block it. It just all right. rolls down. <laughs> um,
2: bad start, man. Bad start. I don't know if it was the weather or what that threw those guys off.
1: I'm willing to blame the weather because they're usually very sure-footed guys in the ring.
2: Yeah, they are. Um, and, you know, here lately I've been singing Bobby Lashley's praises. He's been looking good. He did not that was not the case of uh, WrestleMania Saturday night. Uh, he was slow, he was clumsy, he it was very evident that he got lost in the match two or three times. Mm-hmm. Um you know, I, I am willing to give this a Millie Vanilli and blame it on the rain, but um Sadly uh, Ma- McIntyre goes over. I think that was the not not McIntyre. Uh oh, Lashley. Very La- wrong. That Lashley wasn't that long ago, dogs? <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, Bobby goes over. And I think that was the right call.
1: Decisively, yeah. Um I think I think so too. Uh, I mean, I- I- obviously they're going to be setting up for a chase where sure. McIntyre's coming back to win it, I'm sure.
2: Yeah. And you know, if you look at your face heel roster right now, That's the only call to make. Uh,
1: It's curious, though, because, I mean, someone pointed out after WrestleMania, I think everybody but uh, Bianca, all the champs are heel.
2: Seems to be. Yeah. Yeah. That's. But, you know, I'll be honest. I like it that way because I like the face chasing the title Mm -hmm. and, you know, just inches away from it and they reach out and it just slips away from them.
1: I have a notable exception, but we'll get there.
2: Okay. All <laughs> right. <laughs> um, yeah, Bobby goes over. He retains his WWE title. Uh, I gave this a two-melzer lot, uh, lot to be desired. Uh, we did not start off well.
1: Well, we didn't start off well because uh, we were for Wrestlemania was introduced by our host this year
2: Oh, that's right uh, You you want to talk about that for a second? Yeah, let's well, slow this down And talk about it for a little bit uh, uh, It's no fun when he doesn't sell it I know Boo <laughs> We were trying to get under David Hensley's skin And see if we could slow this thing down a little bit That's uh, your podcast <laughs> <laughs> Well, I don't want to now <laughs>
1: So, All right. <laughs> see,
0: well, either way, it works out
2: for me. Yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, I can because I don't have to be up early in the morning. <laughs> but um, no, well, we we first we had uh, best host Titus O'Neil come out. Yeah, and he, he was, was great. Mm-hmm. He was great. Got awesome. the crowd it, it worked up. Awesome dude. Honestly, when he retires, he should have some sort of backstage presence on camera.
2: Well, I think that's all he has,
1: well, <laughs> right? I mean, now. he sh- I mean, that's not f- that's a, that's a shame though because he he looks he looks like he's got so many good years left.
2: He, uh, he's in fantastic shape. Yeah. He's a good-looking dude. Uh not so much on the promo, but boy, wow. he boy, he brought it up. Yeah. And uh yeah, did a great job. How then, about his co-host?
1: Oh, uh, who was that again? Um Oh, right, racist grandpa Hulk Hogan.
2: (laughs) Who looks terrible, by the way.
1: I didn't think he looked terrible, but...
2: I, I mean, yes, it still looks like Hulk Hogan, but it's a very... It looked like an old man that was masquerading as Hulk Hogan. Okay. Which... Turns out I'm not far off.
1: <laughs> no, oh, but uh, I I believe this was this is one of the best reasons for having a live crowd, which was they remembered. Oh yeah, we don't we're not in control of what this crowd does. Mm-hmm. As immediately the arena filled with boos. Yeah. For Hogan and on Tried top. Tried to pipe in some cheers. Oh, my God. Yeah, they're going to miss that part of Thunderdome where they can't curate the reaction they want anymore.
2: I actually overheard a podcast where a, a WWE person, I'm not going to name them. Right. But, uh, said, uh you know, it's true. Hogan did get a mixed reaction. And that was not a mixed well, reaction. Well, it was mixed in that
1: they mixed in cheers to try and dilute the booze that the crowd was giving him, right? Um, because they weren't having it. No, I mean,
2: and and they were ready for that with night two. But
1: yeah, we'll get. They there. were. Oh yeah, they were. But man, they. Oh, I mean, that was just marvelous. It was
2: just well, you wanted them back, and there you go, kid. That's is it worth it? Is the money you paid him worth
1: it? I mean, and and I I, mi- I missed that part of having a crowd too, of just letting you know exactly what they think of things.
2: And see, and do you know you could have paid? A, say, let me just pull somebody. Um, how about uh, uh, Matt Cardona? <laughs> uh, you could have paid him a tenth. Of what you paid Hogan to go out there, and it would have lit the place on fire just to hear him go woo woo woo. I mean, I guarantee it. I'm not. I don't think I'm wrong here. No, you're probably right. That's they. I think they would have popped so hard for that.
1: And that reaction speaks so much louder, considering the rest of the night and night two. Whenever, whenever you didn't see Hogan, the crowd was very fair and charitable. To the matches. Because they they were just as happy to be in front of a crowd as the wrestlers were to have them.
2: Yes, you're absolutely right. Now, speaking of let's be fair, Mm -hmm. let's move into our second match, which was the women's tag team turmoil. (laughs) Yes. I think um, the responsible thing to do here, the nice thing to do here is to... Talk about this as little as possible, and just move <laughs> on. Would you agree with this?
1: So the first two teams out were—I <laughs> honestly forget. It was um, it,
2: it was Carmella and um, oh my god, who was
1: with Carmella? Oh,
2: it was Billy Kay.
1: Billy Kay, that's right. Billy Kay got hired by Carmella to be her partner, and and uh,
2: uh, Michael Cole. No. No, hang on. Michael Cole said, oh, this was just, this team was just thrown together at the last minute. And I was like, they all were thrown together at the last, every single one of (laughs) them. Even the riot squad was, they broke them up only to put them
1: back together. (laughs) You. Yeah, the the lack of self awareness to have Michael Cole say that out loud about every almost every team mm-hmm. <laughs> and not just the women's either about their tag team division is just incredible it oh um, the the first the other two team was Lana and um, Naomi. Naomi yes
2: yeah um, again
1: another thrown together team yeah but they're not they're not looking bad together they they don't <sighs> I know I know you don't want to praise it. I'm not. Well, I I'm just thinking it could work. Okay, yes. There were
2: there were moments that mm-hmm. were that didn't make me angry right. in this match. But I saw nothing. And I mean nothing good. About, okay, well It
1: was let's u- just, It was ultimately a mess. It
2: <laughs> just a just a goddamn mess. And I know. Look, I mean, man, you want to talk about a Sophie's choice. Like let's be real for a minute. Um uh, the Riot Squad is not a good tag team. I think I mean, let's just be real here. They're not a good tag team, right? I mean, I don't the 100% grand scheme. I
1: don't 100% agree with that. But
2: I, I I understand why you say that. Right. When you look at Natalia and Tamina. When you look at Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke, Mm. Carmella, Billy Kay, Shayna, uh, uh, Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax. Yes. The team of the riot squad look pretty goddamn credible. I understand that. The fact is the other teams are so bad The only thing, I mean, honestly, the only thing I really have to say about this is congratulations to the women's tag team division. You are now on par with AEW. You have sunk to that level. Congratulations. It's not good. Live in your blood magic.
1: Well, if you have anything you want to toss in, go ahead, but I'll just, I'll make it short and sweet. Please Um, go ahead. It started with Lana Naomi versus uh, Billy Kay and Carmella, and then it was joined by you said Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke. Mm-hmm. Then the Riot Squad, and then the was it the fifth and final team? The fifth and final team were uh, that Na- was N- Nat- Natalia Nat- Natalia and, you know. and Tamina, and ultimately Natalia and Tamina took it. Yeah, um, there,
2: there's not a lot to say about it. This was it was terrible. It was it was a Sophie's choice. It's like, do you really want? One of these
1: teams
2: to be to represent the the women in the tag team division.
1: Well, oh. usually a Sophie's choice is a difficult one, and I can tell you with ease that it shouldn't have been Italian Tamina. Oh, easily, but I mean,
2: was Lana and Naomi, maybe
1: that would have been fun. I think the Riot Squad would have put up a credible defense.
2: At this point, I will take the Riot Squad. Yes, I, I, I will sacrifice my other child. <laughs> <laughs>
1: for her. See, there's a proper Sophie's choice.
2: Yeah. So, yeah, but no, that's not what we got. We got Natalia and Tamina for, I mean, let's just quickly go over this, go home. Um, they had a beat. Mm-hmm. Uh, Natty is starting to go for the sharpshooter and she stops and she looks over, tags Tamina and says, Go to the top rope. And we did that so that Tamina can have her WrestleMania, WrestleMania moment.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So she gets one of, again, the worst Superfly Splash ever. She's just not good at it. I'm sorry. She's no better at that than Natty is at the sharpshooter. Right. Uh, well, whatever. They win her. I was very generous, I feel. And I gave this one and a half Meltzers. And, uh, yeah, I I think it's maybe one and a half Meltzers too many. Uh, moving into our next match, we got Cesaro versus Seth Rollins. Uh, now we're going to start to pick up and we're going to have ourselves some
1: WrestleMania. We sure did.
2: Man, what a great match. Um, they turn... First of all, Rollins has not missed it. I know he's been back for a few weeks, but, I mean, not like this. He came out... I mean, he looks stellar. I mean, he looks like he's 10 years younger, and, man, he's just he just glides around that ring. And Cesaro... He can do no wrong at this point because right now the WWE universe has already said, hey, stop ignoring Cesaro. And I think that's why he got this win tonight. Uh, He pulled out all the stops, pulled out one of the um, best. God, I can't even remember what it was called, but it's it's basically it's a torture rack. With a giant swing it's the UFO the UFO thank you thank you thank you and he with no hands mm-hmm. and uh just absolutely incredible I've seen him do it once before and it's it's just positively amazing Cesaro oh, yeah. is tops the only thing that I have to caution Cesaro on is, if we're going to put this man into a world title contention, we got to get him a manager because he's not very good on the stick. Uh, so it's, uh, at this point, you have to play Armchair Booker, and who can manage him?
1: Maybe. I think he should be in the main event more. I, I don't necessarily think he needs to have the world title, though.
2: No, I mean, I don't uh, – but I'll tell you what would be amazing if we could armchair book this thing and have take it all the way to say, I don't know, Hell in the Cell uh-huh. or maybe just SummerSlam and have Roman just dominating people all the way up till SummerSlam. And Cesaro is the man to beat him because that's your sympathetic baby face right there because the crowd is clearly behind him. And to beat Roman right there on probably on their second best pay per view. Mm-hmm.
1: No, it'd think, also be neat, and I can get into more of this later. Mm-hmm. It'd also be neat if they started showing any sort of crack in Roman, in Roman's armor.
2: Right, right. Well, right he's now he's
1: heavily defended by the plot armor. Right now,
2: I've got uh, uh-huh. I've got some insight on that, and we'll talk about that later. Okay. Uh, I loved this match this was the WrestleMania that we deserved uh, I gave it a solid four melts I probably could have gone four and a half on this it was so
1: good this match was incredible
2: yeah um guys if you haven't seen it this is the match to watch uh moving into another one we've got our tag team uh match for mm-hmm. the this is the raw tag team. Title match. Yep, and we've got AJ Styles with Almost versus the New Day. Um, first of all, let me say this:
1: uh,
2: the New Day <laughs> they did so great about trying to put Almost over. Yeah, um, I was kind of looking forward to seeing Almost, you know, work. A little bit. I didn't really see that.
1: No, no. They, they, uh, they just let him be, they just let let him hit the high spots and call it a day.
2: But boy, did they, I mean, they, they were, they acted like they were afraid of him and, uh, you know, when he finally tagged in, they all, (laughs) they, they all but did the cartoon eyeballs pop out, Mm -hmm. uh, they they worked with him. He tossed them around like rag dolls. They made him look as credible as they could, you know, without him having to move too much. Yeah, it was true. very great Kali esque. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was a little disappointed in that. I was looking forward to seeing what this man can do, because thus far, that's really all I've seen is him just toss people around. Uh, even in uh U.K. when he was there, all I did was see him toss people around, not really moving a lot. Well, so,
1: unless they're saving it for a special occasion, you might be looking at it.
2: Yeah. Well, you know, that the other thing was he was one of the ones that was sent back with, uh, with Otis oh, yeah. and Keith Lee mm-hmm. to do big man training at mm-hmm. the Performance Center. So I'm... Um, I really wanted to see what kind of training we had. You know, we had worked out with that. But what are you going to do? This was a really good match. I really enjoyed it. Good story that led along with it, uh, even though it was quick. Uh, I gave this three Meltzers. Yeah, all right. Um, Moving into our next one, we have – this one for me was a little – Left a little to be desired. Um,
1: I don't know what you mean. It was better than I expected.
2: Oh, you talking about uh, Strowman and Shane? Yeah, yeah. It, it was better than I expected, but I, I wanted—I was looking for more. Um, I, I wanted there to be—I
1: don't know—as flimsy as a feud this was. It seems like it seems like it got what it needed.
2: I suppose, but I. I I I understand why we did this. This was supposed to be Braun Strowman's, um, hey, we're going to let you back into the limelight now. Mm-hmm. Don't cause any more trouble. So this is how we're putting you over. Now, don't screw this up. That's what this match was supposed to be. And, of course, you can't put anyone over properly without a McMahon present. So, (laughs) they go for a little while, uh, and we we had to do something a little bit different. So, we have uh, Braun tear the cage apart
1: Mm -hmm. to
2: grab Shane.
1: And pull him back in, yeah.
2: (laughs) And then he just, he drops him from from the top of the cage.
1: Are we going to not... Talk about how there was just a toolbox left in a random bag attached to the top of the cage.
2: Oh, we absolutely should. Yes, there were uh, four bags at were the top they? of the I th- cage. I
1: saw two. I didn't see all four. But yeah,
2: I, I would because I thought they were pyro. Should have, yeah,
1: should have seen that coming because uh, they normally remember to take those off. Whatever they are, I'm assuming. I'm assuming. That is where they put tools when they're putting it together. Or oh, something
2: absolutely! Like that. Yeah, you put your you put a whole toolbox in there. Yeah, you, sure. A kendo stick and or two. And that feed bag
1: they attach to the top. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's a standard procedure. I,
2: yeah, Hornswoggle sure, was in one of them. Uh, yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, it's like yeah, and and it's obviously there for a spot because you don't leave them sitting up there before the biggest pay per view of the year. <laughs> right.
2: It's shoddy workmanship, is what it is. Yeah, so he, he, he gets him, he pulls him up, he tosses him from the top of the cage, he does a huge overbump, and it would have been real easy for Strowman just to climb down out of the cage, and he wins. Right. Because you threw him off the top of the cage. hmm But no. He took all his sweet time to climb down the cage him back up and or,
1: give him the power slam. well at this point you have to make sure that Shane McMahon the fifty something year old stays down absolutely when, when you are braun Strowman.
2: we we forgot we would be remiss if we didn't talk about his uh his van daminator or or well, I that, guess that's the
1: the van terminator the, 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 yes, ra-
2: the I know well, actually, technically we're both wrong because it's called the Coast to Coast for Shane McMahon. Because he
1: stole it from Rob Van Dam, yes.
2: Yeah, he didn't quite make it to the other coast. Uh, he he actually only... He made
1: it to, like, Nevada. Um,
2: <laughs> I would have said Colorado, but uh, yeah, maybe the tip of his toes got to Reno, I suppose. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, nah, uh, this needs to be the last thing we see of Shane. We don't need this anymore. Um
1: I keep asking every time, is tonight the night we watch him die? I mean, yeah. he's aiming for it, apparently.
2: Well, you know, those bumps are getting a little smaller. I don't know if you <laughs> noticed that or not, because he didn't do anything too dynamic. He took an over bump. It was pretty simple. Right. I mean, yeah, it was 15 feet up, but right. uh, that's a far cry from the Titan Tron, if you know. <laughs> you
1: know. That's, well, of no, the last one he did was with Miz when he took that dive into the crash beds.
2: Yeah, and that was about 20, maybe yeah. 25 feet, so... Uh, you know, I think we're dropping as the age goes up.
1: Well, I, I think it's important to point out that most men his age don't do that ever. What? <laughs> Come on. He's in like... he's Now, he's, see here. He's in the top 1% of that, too. <laughs> I am 46 years old. Right. And I throw myself off of my house at least once a Sunday. But you're not 50-something years old, so you're not in that same area. It's way safer for you. You're younger.
2: (laughs) Touche. That's Uh, why I gave this match a three.
1: That's why I can tell you at 37, you definitely are still made of rubber at this point. (laughs) No aches, no pains.
2: Uh, I tell my wife that all the time. Mm. And that's why this match has a 3 Meltzer. Braun Strowman goes over, and hopefully he's going to behave himself. Wait, what did he get in trouble for? (laughs) Well, he had been showing up late, uh... Uh, For a lot of appearances. There was... uh, I think there... I I could get this wrong. This may not be 100%. But I believe there was a wellness policy violation. Um, I think there was also some backstage drama that happened with McMahon. And I think we're just starting to get over this now. So, uh, hopefully... He'll behave himself and we can push him back to where he needs to be. Now, moving into our next match, mm-hmm. you know, may, maybe I owe some people an apology here. Uh, we have Damian Priest mm-hmm. with his tag team partner, Bad Bunny.
1: Yes. Uh,
2: versus Miz and Morrison. All right. <sighs> um,. I was expecting this to be a shit show. I was expecting to go into the negatives on this. Mm -hmm. You know? It takes a big man to admit when he's wrong. I love it when people do that. (laughs) That self-aggrandizing thing. (laughs) That's why I'm doing it
1: now. Look how great I am for recognizing that I was wrong about something. (laughs) Just this one thing, mind you.
2: Yeah. (laughs) And here we are. And here I am admitting... (laughs) Like the man that I am, that I was a little bit wrong. (laughs) Reward,
1: please. (laughs) No, it it was a good match. It was a good match, and it was in no small part to having a whole bunch of great talent in the ring taking care of things. And by all accounts, but from what I heard, Bad Bunny took this very seriously. That's what I've been hearing. And trained like hell, and it showed in the ring.
2: He did, and... Yeah, yeah Miz and Morrison. They took great care of him. Yeah, he was the Robert Gibson in this whole thing. He took all the heat. Mm-hmm. They I, <laughs> they trounced him for a good ten minutes, and yeah, he got some comebacks. He got some false hopes yeah. in there, and and Damian Priest was fantastic. Got yeah. one of the coolest entrances of the night. Yes, he did. Oh my. God. God, he came in looking like a superstar.
1: Yeah, and and God, Bunny took some stiff shots, didn't he? He really. <laughs> he did. did I he he clearly, he clearly said don't take it easy on me.
2: Yeah. Um which makes me wonder about uh there there's a couple more rappers that are out there that have been mm-hmm. in the Twitter sphere that are um talking shit basically. Um uh, mm-hmm. Uh, I believe Soldier Boy is one of them. <laughs> I was hoping uh, that
1: was going to come up. Yeah. yeah, no, that man would get himself wrecked. Um, <laughs> I,
2: I, I'm sorry to say this is old man two dogs talking. Gotta admit it, don't know a lot about Soldier Boy. Uh,
1: Soldier Boy was previously, most recently in the news for um, slapping his name on what is essentially a, uh, a Chinese, well, not maybe not definitively Chinese, but usually it's out of China. Um, a bootleg um, uh, game system. That's one of those ones that has like the ROMs stolen from like a bunch of classic games and lo- hmm. preloaded into them. Yeah. And then it, it, he, was, he was like, "I," it's like he attached his name to that, and very quickly it was slapped with like a cease and desist because it had a it had like the old a- a- NES SNES catalog on it. What and game was this? It was. I don't remember what he. I don't remember what he called it, but it was. Um, it was a line of just generic, those generic type of like uh, consoles that's it's like it's like hey you get this and you get like f- like eight thousand games on it instantly because it's like it's like uh, I right said like, okay. like they take yeah. the ROMs from like NES SNES you know Sega all those they'd be preload them on there yeah. they add a bunch that uh, are of dubious quality hmm. and it's like you can get it fairly cheap and it's like he for some reason decided to endorse one and try and sell it well that's he sounds like a delight if you want to talk about the level of smart <laughs> he was he was he was almost I mean there was there was a chance he could have gotten arrested and charged for that
2: yeah i, I hear he's been um, feuding with uh orton
1: oh yeah I, I can't I saw some of the exchanges there he's
2: I can't tell if just i I've looked at some of the exchanges I don't want to read them back yeah. but uh I can't tell if they're working or not. So, well, uh, I think. Well, I mean, I noticed Little Bow Wow had something to say in the midst of. Not Little Bow Wow. He's just Bow Wow now. It's true.
1: (laughs) Um, (laughs) But. (laughs) <laughs> sorry sorry I'm, I'm just remembering how serious he was about that about about how, how
2: serious s- can you possibly be if your name is bow he, he
1: was just like he had grown up he was no longer a kid he dropped the lil from his name he was just was mr bowwell to you sir
2: <laughs> mr Wow uh-huh
1: <laughs> but um i I'm pretty sure soldier boy was serious and Orton was just You know, trash talking back because, of course, he's going to defend his profession. Sure. But at the same time, he I'm sure he did not take Soul Joy seriously at all.
2: I can't imagine not because I finally, I had to look the guy up. Mm -hmm. And he's, he looks like he's a buck thirty-five, you know, if he's wet. Yeah. And he's, he looks like he's kind of tall. And uh, I don't, I don't see a ton of meat on his bones. He's lanky. Uh, he's, yeah. yeah, he's lanky. So I, I feel like he might be barking up the wrong tree with Orton. Oh, yeah. or, or anybody from the yeah. WWE. Um, but anyway, uh, so we have a really good match with, uh, with, with these two. I gave this two and a half. Uh, I would have rather seen Damian Priest uh, come out in a singles match. Uh, I would rather he debut on his own. Yeah. You know but, especially for WrestleMania. But, but you gotta tag
1: it, you know. But think of it this way Bad Bunny's bring brought a lot of the mainstream press. He absolutely and has, you're gets, right. And it gets Damian Priest in a high profile position because he's tagging with Bad Bunny.
2: Sure. I hope we've seen the end of this though. I think I hope this is done now.
1: I mean, by all accounts that commercial they aired on the second night, uh pretty much told us, you know, Bad but that was Bad Bunny's you know, big, big thing, and he's out. <laughs> so That's
2: true. That's true. <laughs> H gave him a suitcase with a microphone. With a
1: skull mic on it. Yeah. And
2: <laughs> go do what you really do. And again,
1: uh, really push the lore based between Bad Bunny's entrance and that little epilogue vignette that um, Bad Bunny rides on top of the 18-wheeler that has all his, like, tour gear in it.
2: Yeah. The last person that I saw do that was Teen Wolf from the 1980s
1: right but but he has a he has a, a handlebar that comes out of the top of it like a scooter so he holds on to that while he while he tries it can't be safe though
2: yeah it's got to be safer than team wolf he just did a handstand and but, just drove around
1: but he's a werewolf he has powers
2: that's a good point he's a bad bunny i mean bad bunny werewolf what's i mean what's really the difference
1: one's a bunny one's a wolf
2: nah
1: okay well it was a good match
2: it was a good match and two I, and a
1: half i think initially i i was less than enthused because it was more of, a, of an old man moment i was like i don't know who this guy is <laughs> but watching the match he he turned it around i at least for my opinion yeah
2: and you know he gets props he gets respect from the universe he also gets respect from this is a work podcast yeah. so and what else do you want really I- so going into our main event for night one, yes, we're already there. We have Bianca Belair versus Sasha Banks. Yes. What are your thoughts, Barnes?
1: I had worries just because it's like I know, I know, I know Sasha can be hit or miss. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure. I mean, I, I had no doubt she would be trying. Yeah. And she did. She brought it, and Bianca came out, and they were both excellent. I think.
2: You know, again, it takes a big man to admit when he's wrong, and uh, well, let's
1: give it up for dogs, <laughs> shall we?
2: <laughs> no, uh, I I didn't think that this had any push on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they really this, the story was not delivered well at. All.
1: No, the lead-up was weak and weird. I
2: <laughs> and But, boy, did they turn it up in the ring. Now, there's a lot of people that say that this is bullshit, that Bianca has no business taking the title. Based on what? Based on her just now getting to NXT, or coming from NXT, which I call bullshit on that. She's been there a year. Yeah. Now, we've had some shit to deal with. But yeah, uh, they're they're basing this on her experience, which I look. This is wrestling.
1: What the hell does that mean? NXT is not a junior league.
2: It's not people.
1: It's and it has. There are weird weird people who think of it that way, but it's not. It's another division.
2: Maybe at one point it might have been right. But it is not. It's a, if you look at the ratings, they're on par with Raw and SmackDown, sometimes beating them.
1: You can't call it a junior league if, if Charlotte and Finn Balor go back to it and, and are working excellent matches down Bam.
2: There. And I'll be honest, I respect the titles more in NXT than I do in, uh, well, sure. in the, on the main roster. They, they make them mean something down there. Mm-hmm. Until tonight, by God, I have th- this may have been Sasha Banks' best night mm-hmm. ever. Absolutely. Oh my god, did she bring her A game? And Bianca brought hers and Jesus Christ, what a night. Um they
1: yeah, no, they pulled out all the stops.
2: B- there
1: was I mean just so many beautiful spots and that happened. Absolutely. And this match perfectly illustrates that it that on, a, on, a, on a platform like WrestleMania, it does not matter if you win or lose. If your match is that good, mm-hmm. that's all that matters.
2: Right. And God, man, this was, I dare say, night one, this was, these two were the MVPs of night one, and they made a vented, and it was for the prize. I yeah. mean, well, God, what else do you want for WrestleMania? Let's talk about that hair whip. For Holy a
1: crap, the sound it made when it I think that was piped in. See, I don't think it was, especially not after seeing the welt that rose on Sasha Banks's side. I mean, look, if somebody can That is the sound a proper whip makes. It, and, it was
2: which this is it's what made me think that was piped in.
1: See, <clears throat> I disagree because Bianca's hair is so finely braided. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. I've been hit with things and I mean I've been I've been like towel whip before. <coughs> it I mean it's it's it sounds kinda close to that and her stings terribly without it being a hair whip.
2: I I agree. <laughs> and this is the reason that I yeah. cannot argue this with you. Right. The WWE have never timed anything this perfectly. Oh,
1: no. no, they could not have timed that.
2: <laughs> I mean
1: <laughs> No.
2: And that welt that appeared to draw blood. Now I've seen I've seen uh, Belair whip people before, and yeah. they would have like scratches and stuff. Mm-hmm. i but I've never seen a laceration, which is what that looked like.
1: It was I I could not tell if there was blood, but it was an instant bruise on the side. Of yeah, the like instant. And man, it's like it like. Like I would just say Bianca owes Sasha big time yeah, for agreeing to that spot.
2: <laughs> well, the, the hair was a major player in this match. It was mm-hmm. used several times. There was a tug-of-war with it. Yeah. There was uh, you, She got choked with was, it. Yeah, it I was, was trying to
1: remember. There was a choke spot, wasn't there? I was like, how could there not be? Oh, yeah. There, uh, this was, the hair was used a lot,
2: but uh, took nothing away from the match. Oh, no. I gave this match... Four and a half Meltzers, and we have ourselves a new SmackDown Women's Champion yes, we do. in Bianca Belair. Good for her, mm-hmm. and um, way to end night one.
1: Absolutely.
2: Now, I'm not gonna, uh, I'm not gonna give this whole thing a rating. I think we're gonna wait till we get to the very end. Oh, sure. So let's move directly into. Night two, now uh, first match. Night two. Once again, we we start out kind of kind
1: of rocky. Well, we started with uh, Titus O'Neil and Hulk Hogan in pirate costumes,
2: <laughs> and the the boys in the trucks were ready for that crowd this time. Mm-hmm. Immediately, well, they learned a lesson. They also
1: learned a lesson because Hogan showed up. At, I think uh, a couple more times, a couple, uh, night one, because mm-hmm. they had the they had the, the they had to do the the backstage skits with uh, with Bailey wanting to be host. Right, right. Which was great. Which um,
2: Bailey did a great job. She Bailey, Bailey's she's getting better, man. She is. If I think what the problem here is, if you let Bailey on her own, just do her thing yeah. and be Bailey. Then I think we've we can do something. It's, well,
1: you, it's you when gotta,
2: you give her a script.
1: I think that I, here's the here's the problem I think WWE has in general. I think they can script it, but they are not doing enough to make sure it sounds natural coming out of anybody's mouths.
2: That's like very a, true.
1: Like they can find a groove and script it if they if they understand what it, how it's going to work coming out of like a, a person's mouth with their personality because the audience can smell bullshit
2: right now David Hensley you have been more vocal than either of us about Bailey what say you on Bailey's performance for the Wrestlemania nights it was brief enough
0: that I couldn't tell you anything about it honestly <laughs> like, it it didn't bug me so right. there you go Okay, I didn't hate it well
2: there you go He doesn't remember, ladies and gentlemen. And if that is not (laughs) a tribute to her professionalism. He
1: doesn't remember enough to hate her.
0: (laughs) Well, look, I think you made the point a long time ago that heel Bailey just didn't work. Part of her charm was how bubbly and cute she was when she was a face. True. And I think that has been the problem is trying to get her to ham it up, to evil it up as a heel was not working for her. So coming out there and putting that bubbly personality back on and going for those comedic bits Mm -hmm. really did a lot to make her more charming and more
2: likable. Yeah.
1: They finally, they finally realized that if she's being a heel, the best thing to counter her cheerful bubbliness would, would be to turn that into an annoyingness.
2: Yeah. Let's, let's, harness yeah. this annoyingness and let's make it work for us. It's, it's let's like,
1: make lemonade basically. Right. It's like, it's like Foley said in his book when he was talking about going heel. He's like, I think it was Cactus Jack in ECW. He talks about he took everything that people loved about him as Cactus Jack as a face and he's like well how can I turn this around and make people hate it? Right. What can I What can I change around or take out and make people hate about it? Right. And that that's what you have to do.
2: And speaking of Cactus Jack, mm-hmm. that brings us to our
1: first match. Well, hold on one second. We didn't talk about the fact that Hogan and his pirate outfit used oh. the hard, used the hard R. <laughs> Did yeah? <laughs> Sorry, that was my dumb joke from night two, and I wanted to use it again.
2: Well, they look they. Uh, all your jokes can't be winners, but
1: that one certainly was. <laughs> it was a winner that night. <laughs> a joke for one is still a joke. So fuck off. Um, but. Yeah, Bailey came out and interrupted that segment too, which was great. And
2: um Yeah, and I think she's on her way, man. Yeah. Especially with the uh show that she's doing Ding Dong Hello. Yeah. Uh Well see that
1: that's the thing. She should be that kind of um uh that kind of Jericho type of jerk ass. Yeah. That with works high, high that energy works. and grating.
2: <laughs> but uh Aunt Bailey that's not it's but let's let that leave that by the wayside.
1: <laughs> but we did go into the but into the first matches as you tried to lead into. I'm sorry.
2: So it's okay. Uh, we have Randy Orton coming out ah, dressed yes. in
1: white. Hmm. There was a lot of white.
2: A lot, surprisingly, a lot of white that night. Uh, or well, the both nights there was true. Um, comes out looks really great. And then uh, we have the Titantron. We have Alexa Bliss up there. The Fiend is behind her, you know, all Mm
1: -hmm.
2: burnt up and everything. And then he magically regenerates regenerates to a freshly whiter-than-white Fiend (laughs) who looks like he's dropped about 50 pounds.
1: He has, yeah. Um, There was actually, we honestly speculated, was it him, was it Bray in the costume? I'm pretty sure it was looking at him on Raw.
2: Boy, you know, I, I realize you've told me something different. Yeah. I still don't know. And I'll tell you, just never seen Bray move that quick. Mm-hmm. But we'll, we'll get into it. We'll get into it.
1: I mean, when you shed about that much weight, I mean, you can move faster. I suppose so. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. You're right. There. I mean, there was we like, he's never done that that quickly before. And it was mm-hmm. like, there was some. I was like, but uh, so, yeah. So New Fiend gets loaded into a jack-in-the-box. Yeah.
2: And here comes Alexa Bliss. Down to the Flyify, uh, firefly funhouse music, uh, and she walks right down to what Michael Cole called a box-like structure.
1: Which, if you're not sure, that is um that is a
2: box. Yeah, I, I did a deep <laughs> dive on that. Turns out you're right, Barnes. It is a box.
1: It's te- it's technical insider stuff, but it's a yeah.
2: Yeah, boy, I'm glad he's here. Um. <laughs> Mm.
1: God oh, Twitter roasted him for that one. And that's
2: not the last time we'll hear from Michael Cole this evening, folks. And then out of the box comes a new whiter than white fiend with a brand new mask. <gasps>
1: so that's what was in the box. Yeah.
2: And he just stands there. And then all of a sudden, boom, he jumps into action and he is moving
1: fast,
2: man. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. It's a uh, you know and he's acting like the regular fiend. he's no selling and uh, you know they're 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 working they're having a regular wrestling match mm-hmm. uh, wasn't really expecting that but uh, but yeah sure uh, well towards the end of the match, the fiend hits the mandible claw,
1: mm-hmm.
2: goes for uh, sister Abigail and poof. Alexa Bliss has done a costume change.
1: Well, did the the lights went out briefly? Did the the lights the, Yeah,
2: I think they did, yeah.
1: Out and then back on, and yeah, Alexa said. And she's
2: the- sitting on top of that box like structure. hmm And uh She is bleeding the black blood of the earth. Very much like the Ultimate Warrior <laughs> did when he was feuding with Papa Shango. Uh and it's just pouring into her eyes, and it looks incredibly creepy. Mm-hmm. It gets a holy shit chant from the crowd. Yeah, it does. Well, he, drop, he drops Orton, reaches out for her, she reaches out for him, and it's just enough of a distraction for Orton to get back up, spin him around, hit the RKO, and get a three count. Yeah. One RKO. Yes. Three count. Mm-hmm. And that's it. It is. I know you were waiting on that. No, that's it.
1: Well, Orton wins and gets the hell out of Dodge. And then... Um, the lights go out and everybody's gone. Well, yeah. Well, it stands up. Well, the fiend faces down, after, uh, Alexa. And then, yeah. yeah, the lights go out. And when it comes back up, everyone is gone.
2: And that's it. You. That's all. What? You, you leave us with a freaking cliffhanger.
1: It wasn't... Bad, but yeah, that was the problem. My main problem with the match was, uh, I believe I, I I stared at that for a second and went, "Tune in to Raw tomorrow." It's like yeah. that's what it was. It's like you don't do that on WrestleMania. No, you do no. like any other pay per view. Fine, whatever. And, but you don't do that on WrestleMania.
2: And just as a no, as a side note, it's how uh, many times is if the fiend is a monster and can regenerate himself? Why? Is he losing ever, ever? How has he pissed? Is he showing so much creativity that he's made the creative department angry? And they just said, fuck him. Let's just job him every chance we
1: get. Well, They They don't job him every chance they get.
2: Well, we haven't seen him in what? How long has it been?
0: It was TLC in December.
2: Okay, there you go. So he was set on fire in December. So we haven't seen him for four months, which I don't know, getting set on fire. That's a pretty big job <laughs>
1: that you just did there. Well, again, I think with whatever story they're trying to pull, mm-hmm. it required it.
2: Well, God, I certainly hope there's a good payoff for it. Cause I, gotta tell you, it looks like they're just trying to bury him. That's what it feels like to me.
1: Uh, Well, we'll have to wait and we'll have to see where this is going between, because now, I mean, between
2: Alexa Bliss and and,
1: yeah, but uh, quote unquote betraying the fiend.
2: Right. Which now is he face now? I don't know.
1: I mean, I showed you the segment, the Firefly Funhouse segment from Raw, and it's like, it's hard to say. He's not I, I don't think he's directly a heel anymore. Mm-hmm. Like he's, a, he, I think he's becoming like a like a more of a force to be reckoned with. Maybe not necessarily evil. Right. uh It's hard to say because Alexis seems to be taking the heel role and saying that I she never needed. Turns out she doesn't need the darkness, so she so she stabbed him in the back essentially. Right. I and
2: I've also know. heard a rumor that Nikki Cross is going to be her partner in crime. I don't tag team. I don't, I don't know sure. something. I'm down with it. So maybe let's,
1: I want to see it again as like, yeah, they shouldn't have, they should have pulled, pulled that weird to be continued on raw. Yeah. And not WrestleMania,
2: not WrestleMania. Yeah. If anything, put him with somebody else. Like, have him. You know what would have been great? Mm. Have Orton win the Battle Royal, the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Right. And then have the Fiend, let's do something, some weird angle there. Right. You know, after the match is over. Uh, something like that. I don't know.
1: But I mean, the focus is now between the Fiend and Alexa Bliss because Randy Orton on Raw was like, now I want a title shot. <laughs>
2: Right. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Look, dogs. There can just be one unbeatable monster that we're all supposed to hate, and it's Roman Reigns.
2: <laughs> and we're getting there. Yeah. Uh, speaking into speaking of awful, uh, that makes us uh, brings us to the the tag team match. Oh man, and I you know I I used the uh, metaphor of Sophie's Choice before. We got another Sophie's Choice.
1: Really, because the choice I'd love to make is rocks fall, everyone dies.
2: So, who do you pull for? Do you want Shayna and Naya to hold these straps? Or do you want to pass those belts on to Natalia and Tamina?
1: What do you do? I mean... Do you want to get shot once or twice? I mean,
2: yeah, that's the... (laughs) how have they mopped themselves into this horrible corner to where this is the only thing they have going? I mean, don't get me wrong. All of the tag teams like world globally, all of your tag teams need work. I can only think of maybe three globally that are good tag teams that represent what a tag team should be. And, and none of them are in WWE. Mm -hmm. So, uh, now, I said all that. However, this was not as bad a match as I thought it was going to be. Now, it wasn't great. But Shayna brought it. Natalya did surprisingly well. And Tamina did pretty damn good. Mm -hmm. Now, you know, Naya's Naya. You know, you're going to get what you pay for with that. Excuse me. But um, she ends up uh, going outside the ring. Um, I I believe that uh, they, they did some work out there. And Naya ends up staying outside the ring waiting for her big spot. And what was it? Uh, Shayna comes in and starts uh, and puts her in the, uh, the, uh, the, her submission Purifana. home. Thank you. I can never,
1: yeah.
2: I can never remember the name because i always mispronounce it. Naya comes in, hits that, rolls her over. And now Shay Naya retain their belts
1: well it's well natalia passed out from the kirifuda
2: was it was yeah. that what
1: it was yeah i thought that uh i think that sequence happened before it
2: that's right i'm sorry i got that backwards i apologize yeah. it was it was a long time ago
1: for a brief moment match they tried to make the emotional center of it the fact that tamina and naya used to tag and now they were facing each other
2: yeah, there was that as well. And, that's, uh,
1: and I was like, eh, whatever. And the thing about it is, it, they showed you right
2: off the bat. Nobody cared. No. Uh, the crowd was not into this match. E- even though the match wasn't bad, it wasn't very good, but it wasn't the worst thing that we have seen in WrestleMania.
1: Certainly not.
2: Um, it is for that reason, Shania retaining their belts, and I will give this. Two Meltzers. so all right, yeah. It's uh, I'm again. I think I'm being really generous, but uh, everybody but Nia did a pretty decent job.
1: Well, enough of that. Let's move on to good wrestling.
2: Yes, let's. This is the one I've been much, wanting to talk much about. Much like
1: Cesaro and Rollins, Night Two had this one, which was Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. Yes,
2: with special guest. Is it Logan Paul or Logan, Paul Logan? It's Logan Paul. I I wouldn't know this guy if I was kicking him. Yeah, the and, less uh, you know,
1: the better. It's
2: uh, I, I've I've heard a few things about him. I don't. He's he's not the kind of guy I would drink with in a bar. Well, m-
1: well much like Bad Bunny, uh, <clears throat> they they had they had their celebrities squared away very nicely because much like Bad Bunny had taken it very seriously and made sure. That he was prepared and everything. They did the right thing with Logan Paul and sat him at ringside
2: and kept him away. Now, when he was coming out, now he was getting booed. He was. Uh, no, nobody was cheering for the guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, he looked a little shocked that
1: he was getting booed.
2: <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah, Were you?
1: Oh, <laughs> wrestling fans are fickle, and if they can, and if they don't like you intruding on their space, they let you know. Well, does, does anybody? Does he have fans? Yes. Really? They're all they're all younger children for the most part. I still
2: I got a million questions. Uh, I don't uh, You're who, not
1: going to uh, get any satisfying answers, I can guarantee that.
2: yeah, we'll just move right on past that one. Um so the match was superb. Yes. Uh fun stuff, oh, great yeah. angles. Uh What was it that – oh, yes. They did a uh, – Sami Zayn does a falcon arrow. Mm -hmm. And uh, once again, the commentator to end all commentators, Michael Cole, called it a blue thunder bomb. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Can we get him some pills so that he could just – Drift off into a nice coma. I was I reminded. Just... <laughs> I
1: was reminded of this, by the way. A lot of a lot of moves on the ring apron this year. <laughs> Lots. Yes.
2: So many. And, and
1: boy, was this match a match of we are good friends and I trust you because mm-hmm. what was it? Um, Zane put put in, put uh, Owens into the turnbuckle twice with something that was really nasty.
2: The all the that was the uh, the buckle bomb
1: yeah uh rollins did one too i think yeah
2: he did but it wasn't uh it it wasn't it it was one of it was like a snapmare buckle bomb something like that and uh man it was oh it it was devastating it those are Mm -hmm. always cringe worthy because you just oh man you kind of close your eyes a little bit to watch it because i
1: you just see too much happening wrong there um, again, it was just like, just like that is trust. That was just trust between those two men. Yeah, uh,
2: but again, and you, you can always tell that these guys are friends because there's just friends that know each other and are in sync. Mm-hmm. Just you can smell it in the air. They they just bounce back and forth. They they're reading each other's thoughts, and it's they're so in sync. And the match w- showed it. Uh, man, what a great, great, great match. Mm. Kevin o- uh, Kevin Owens goes over. Uh, Sami Zayn gets mad uh, because Logan Paul goes over and raises Kevin Owens' hand. And he's he he like, ah, yeah, he, you're he tries supposed to, to steal, be my guest. He
1: tries to steal some of that shine. Sami gets mad about it. Mm-hmm. It's it's funny because Logan Paul is like, he basically, he's like, ah, hey, you're a loser, kiss off. And... And you, it's almost like you can kind of see Kevin get get offended on Sammy's behalf, despite yeah. despite everything. It's like mm-hmm. you don't talk to my friend that way. Yeah.
2: And so he, uh, you know, he, uh, they they go. Uh, uh, what, what was it? Logan Paul gives him a
1: gives him a handshake. Yeah. And Kevin just looks at his hand like, oh. And he, he God. raises his hand, yeah. and he's like, oh no, staring that's at it. That's it. He, and he, he raises his hand. He just stares at his form, like, oh, and God. And you it. felt it. You oh, knew God, what was coming. Me. He's like, oh, God, it touched me. And he just starts looking at yeah. Logan.
2: The crowd felt oh, it. Oh, I
1: was feeling like, was, I was
2: Everybody feeling. knew what was about to happen. There was just
1: a huge smile on my and face. He's going to do it. <laughs>
2: boom. Stunner. Not a stone cold stunner, Cole. <laughs> just a stunner. That's what it is. Yeah. God, I hate him so much. <laughs> Cole, not Kevin Owens. <laughs> man, this uh, that match was so much fun. That's another one. For night two, you want to yeah. watch one and you want to have a good time. You want to lean back in that your one. chair and enjoy some 100%. wrestling. That's your one. Um, man, so much. So much good stuff. I gave this a four Meltzers. Mm-hmm. Um, moving into our next one, we have Seamus versus Matt Riddle. No, Riddle. Matt Riddle. Nope, Riddle. Matt Riddle.
1: Mm-mm.
2: <laughs> I'm never gonna do that. I'm well, never gonna do that.
1: Well, you're wrong.
2: No, I don't. Look, they're gonna take his name away. You know what? I don't even care this much about Matt Riddle to argue with. <laughs> I hate his gimmicks so much. You know what? Fine, it is Riddle. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> fine. I'm just gonna call him Ridd, and let's take. Let's take half that away. Uh, so Seamus versus Ridd and, uh, for the uh, North American Championship. U.S. title. Is it the U.S. title? Yes. Oh, it's, NXT I gotta,
1: is North American.
2: God damn, what's wrong with me tonight? <laughs> Jesus Christ. All, all these secondary titles are the same. That's why we got to combine them. No, we need to have I, a match They are distinctly shaped different, I can tell you that much. <laughs> They mean the same. Nothing.
1: Well, no, no. U.S. means U.S. North America tr- covers all of the <laughs> nations of North America.
2: What about the intercontinental?
1: Intercontinental means from continent to continent, which means you know they're the champion between you know.
2: So it's a better one than the other two.
1: Kind of, yeah. It, it it that means you're basically you're you're hop you can hop from continent to continent and still claim championship rights.
2: Yeah, so that's the one we need to un we just need to unify and everybody's a intercontinental champion now. That's the way we're gonna do this. Oh, I
1: don't know if it works that way.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's the way it works. I'm writing Vince. We'll let him know how it's they'll, going. Don't
1: they'll do another angle where two people are holding it at the same time somehow. God damn, they did do that a lot, they didn't loved they? Loved it. <laughs>
2: um. So now, but we uh, the belt does have some meaning now, mm-hmm. because now we we do have a new U.S. champion, and it is Sheamus and Seamus having a
1: hist- has a history with that like uh like Miz has with the world title apparently it's been about 10 years between his last reign and this one with the US title
2: but you know what the match made me care about it mm-hmm. yeah and when when he got beat handedly in the ring yes which we're going to, we need to talk about that that go home spot <laughs> holy god uh, first of all as much as I don't like Riddle's gimmick he was Amazing!
1: Oh no, he's great in the ring, and the two of them lit that place up.
2: Wow! And that go home spot where he was going uh, for his uh, uh, what the hell was he going for? Was he? It was like a, supposed to be a jumping knee, and he ran into the brogue kick.
1: Yeah, yeah. Not. He was performing. Now Wikipedia says a moonsault, so maybe that was it. At- <laughs> That's what it was. It was yeah. the
2: moonsault. It was, it was so go- well timed. Yeah, except for one minor incident ran into that broke kick and knocked a tooth right I, or a couple of tooth.
1: i don't know i don't know <laughs> if a tooth actually came out but his mouth was busted open Yeah, he he knocked him silly like and, to the point where riddle essentially broke character he was he was like angry yeah he was like he fe- was like feeling inside his mouth going, he was like had a grimace on his face as he was feeling the as he was spitting the blood out
2: yeah and i'll, I'll say something else about seamus that night he uh, has him up in the... Uh, he was going to deliver the Irish curse. Yeah. Uh, from the top rope. Oh, right. He, he saved realized that. Realized that, oh my God, I don't have him. Yeah. And I'm about to lose my balance.
1: And he, he jumped off that top turnbuckle and repositioned himself and got Just it off. Just did on it the, on the ground. Yep.
2: That's what a pro does. Exactly. God bless and preserve Seamus for that. That's how a man does it.
1: And I will say this about Riddle. It, let me. It's like... <laughs> I, I I don't know I don't I, I guess technically Riddle was the face coming into this match but I really wanted the Irishman to beat the California Surfer bro yeah for the U S title
2: yeah I, I I always want the Irishman to beat Spicoli uh <laughs>
1: yeah yeah <laughs> and and that's then that's not really talking smack about his character Riddle has tweeted out pictures
2: <laughs> yeah
1: of Spicoli basically saying this is my gimmick so
2: yeah yeah your
1: gimmick (laughs) Um, (laughs) well now it's Spicoli plus Napoleon Dynamite the way he goes on about his scooter a little bit
2: yeah and and him trying to sell business you know what you should do you should that ridiculous segment with Mm Kali and RVD and yeah, in RVD the other night, was, you know what you should do? You should start a giant store and sell giant stuff. You sell giant gloves and giant toilets. Is it any
1: wonder things. that the start of the, that that the prelude to this match, the lead up to it, was Seamus having to listen to that and then taking the scooter and hitting him over the head with it? And yeah, yeah. And see, the, thank you. I don't think that's an unreasonable reaction when mm. the weird kid comes up and starts talking about his Pokemon cards. Right.
2: That reminds me of a story. I'm not going to tell you on the air, but uh, oh. I wanted to hit a kid with a shovel one time. <laughs> it's we'll tell you about it. Uh, I,
1: I I understand because I have this this uncanny. I had this uncanny ability growing up where, because I was quiet and would basically was, I, I would just I wouldn't I I I would tended to be by myself and that seemed to attract people who just liked to talk and mm. I, I I'm just like. I want you to stop, but I don't know how to speak up and say it.
2: <laughs> I was a landscaper. Yeah. And uh, I was working for this rich kid and uh, he his son comes out and just kept walking around. He's like, hey, do you, how deep are you going to dig that hole? Just getting in our way. And we're, all of us are ignoring him just straight up. And we figure, okay, this kid's going to get the hint eventually. <laughs> and, Hmm. <sighs> He said he said he keeps coming up to us. Hey, you want a pickle? And
1: <laughs> it's just was he an Adam Sandler character? He just uh,
2: kind of he just kept offering us random stuff. He said, "How about jelly beans? I like jelly beans." No, thank and, you, Mister Madison. Uh, and, <laughs> and yeah, and so I had this shovel in my hand, <laughs> and I was just. Thinking to myself, like my I went blank for a second and I just envisioned me just going spy <laughs>
1: pickles go flying. You're just talking to the cops. Like, I don't know. I just woke up and yeah. he was down and the shovel was broken. Yeah. And <laughs> and then and and then the chase is on. <laughs>
2: so uh yeah, this was a this was a fun match. Sheamus is our new a uh, U.S. champion, and mm-hmm. now we have a three milzer for this match,
1: which is why my I think my statistic was off about all the champions except for Bianca being heel. I don't think Sheamus is a heel. <laughs> I don't either. I, don't, I I support the whole the whole setup to this is like again it's like I, well I don't know if I've mentioned this on here before. It's like it's weird. To kind of pinpoint the ethics and morality of char- some characters within wrestling, because foundationally, your career trajectory and everything about what you do is based on violence. Yeah, it's the violence of wrestling and other fighting other people for a living. That's the basis of it. You solve all of your problems with wrestling. That's it. From you know, from from minor disputes disputes of spilled coffee all the way up to custody battles. Uh, I mean, yeah. <laughs> and on, it just makes. So so when that happens is like it's like when that setup happens is like I don't know if I say Riddle is the one being picked on here is like <laughs> yeah
2: I every time Riddle comes into a backstage promo i start thinking about hitting that fat kid with a shovel all well, over well, again. Now, well
1: now it's also it's like well he's just this weird guy who just comes up to people and it's like he's like the weird guy on a subway or something like that like the weird guy, like there's only one but <laughs> like but he's just like you know he's the guy or on the bus is just like he just all of a sudden starts you know to- what
2: you should do and
1: <laughs> yeah it's like all of a sudden he's talking to you and he's like i look i just want to get home and i really don't want you to know where that is yeah
2: exactly so now we have, um, oh, yes, this is... Uh, yes. The one... I, I, <laughs> the match itself I don't really understand, but it was fun. Whatever.
1: Well, um, the Nigerian drum match? The Nigerian how drum match. How could you not figure it out? Now, how, when... The Ni- yeah, there were drums all over. I don't, it was... Yeah,
2: I don't know what I was expecting, but...
1: <laughs> it's a Nigerian drum match between Big E and Apollo Crews where you spend a good third of the time hitting each other with kendo sticks. Yeah. and a gong there was a gong
2: there yeah we used the gong we started things out with the gong someone got uh,
1: i think apollo got thrown toward the drums at some point
2: yeah i think some of them fell over on him but the drums were not played they weren't used having said all that i really did enjoy the match oh it was it was a good
1: match i don't i don't know why we needed the nigerian drum window dressing but no outside of that it was a fun good match
2: yeah uh
1: those guys delivered.
2: Yeah, the that's another one that's very much worth watching, especially because of the go-home, because Big E's about to clinch it. And here comes Daba Kato. Yes. Who you may remember from Raw Underground. Or who
1: I'm going to currently refer to as the drum major because of how he's addressed.
2: Yeah. <laughs> now, he's had a small push because, you know, mm-hmm. it's... I think the six episodes that he was in Raw Underground, I don't it yeah. may not even been that many, but he pretty much dominated in there. Even had a little uh back and forth, had a fight with uh Braun Strowman mm-hmm. when Braun Strowman wasn't in trouble. Right. So, there you go.
1: I I'm conflicted about the 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 ending cuz well, one, of course, I want a Big E to win. But uh, I understand it's like it gets him the win without Big E looking weak. It and does, it, and it frees Big E to hopefully make a move upward.
2: But the, the, that's that's what I like about this. I know,
1: I know. First, uh, first and of that's all, that's what I'm hoping from it.
2: I a lot of people frown on this gimmick. I love this gimmick. I think this is the first thing that Apollo Cruz has ever done that has gotten
1: him some pub. Yeah, and
2: if it's working, then by God, use
1: it. It's getting there, and it's just, he's, he's super close to to really being able to run on all cylinders with it. Yeah, but he's get he's he's almost he's like a hair's breadth away from it being perfect.
2: Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's,
1: it's going great, and now he's got I, muscle.
2: I do wish that he wouldn't have started the accent in the middle of a promo. I, I wish he wouldn't no, have done that.
1: But. but I get that though. I get that though. Right. Because, I mean when are you gonna do it? I but, mean Well I me mean, because he's like I'm embracing my roots and it's like I am so all about my my uh heritage my heritage now that I, I there's the accent. I gotta be all about it.
2: Right. It's and, like And why not? Yeah.
1: It's it's like if if I don't know if someone from like the Midwest or the North they rediscovered their Southern roots and they start slapping on the Southern accent and it's just, it's kind of God awful, but it's like, you, you get it.
2: And you know, I mean, in reality, I have seen people do that. Yeah. That's I've, I was born and raised here in the South Yep, and I have watched, uh, northerners come down here and tell me it was a, Hey, you know, uh, my grandmother was from Georgia, and let me tell you something, boy. Hey, here and and they just start into it. And, that's even that's
1: even funny to me, considering I'm born and raised here. And if you can hear it in my if you hear a southern accent in my voice, congrats, because it often doesn't come through for me unless well, I, I get worked up. Well, I
2: can't hear it. Yeah, but I'm sure if somebody up oh. north or oh, yeah. from California probably if I can. went to a
1: different region it'd probably be way more obvious yeah. but for the there's most, no denying
2: mine for That's the most part <laughs>
1: yeah yours is yours is good though I like yours a lot it's it's not there are some people and it's not their fault but it's just there's some people who are natural southerners and when they talk you would think their accents fake right yeah <laughs> <laughs> and then on the other side of that one of my one of my very best friends very southern family you hear his mom and dad talk like it's just the like what you would think of stereotypical Southern drawl. Mm-hmm. Um, he has no Southern accent, right? He's got this rich, almost newscaster esque baritone. And you see, it's just
2: we we have. There's a lot of different people down here, basically. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> um, but I, I I love that. It's like that. That's I think that's I think that's what makes it an extra good heel gimmick right yeah. now. Is that he's like he's so about this that I'm like I'm gonna even change my speech patterns.
2: Yeah. And now he's got backup, yep. and he also has an intercontinental championship. Yes, he does. Boom Shakalaka, good on him. I, I'm I, I'm proud of him. Yeah, finally he's got that icy belt, arguably the most prestigious prestigious of the secondary titles. It's, yeah,
1: I would say and, so. And
2: um, and uh, again, I feel like it matters now.
1: Can I can I just say every sure. time someone calls the intercontinental title the icy belt, I always have a lapse for saying it's the icy belt?
2: Yeah. You think it should be red and white with a little polar bear on it? I just think it's <laughs> probably very cold
1: to the touch. It's just, and then you, and then and then if you like you know if you like you know lick your finger it'll get stuck to it. <laughs> um, yeah. Triple dog I, dagger. Some, someone pointed out weirdly enough on Twitter. I didn't think about it till he said so. New day. And Big E lost their matches in the same way, but for different reasons.
2: Yeah, they New, did.
1: New Day lost it to a, to a big man to make the big man look stronger. Big E lost his to make to make sure he didn't look less strong. Right. it's interesting.
2: Yeah, it is. The only thing is, I, I don't know what's left for the New Day. What are they, seven, eight, nine-time tag team champions? Now, how many times are we going to do this? Um, Let's
1: go double digits. I like them. <laughs> I, I like them, too. I know. But, I
2: mean... There's not much left for them to do here. Uh,
1: well, there's, I mean, well, there's not, there's not much for them to do solo, and there's not, uh, but I, and I think they're one of the few reasons the tag division is still what it is.
2: Well, see, I, and this is, the thing. I think that Xavier Woods, is title worthy.
1: She is. And I he think is. he's world.
2: Sure. I don't think Biggie's quite ready. I think he's worth contention. I don't I think, think he's ready to wear them. I think Xavier
1: uh, should pursue something with Kofi in his corner.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. Hey, there's your there's your manager right there. Kofi's yeah. getting old. It's Maybe it's time to retire, and who better to have
1: – He's an ex-world champion. You want that in your corner?
2: Yeah, absolutely. He can talk. Why not, man? Why yeah. not? Maybe this is our manager for Cesaro. Who knows?
1: Yeah, it'd be it'd be interesting to see him return the favor because, while well, Xavier was injured for so long. He was the hype man and manager for them, basically.
2: There it is. Yeah. So, right on. Uh, moving into uh, our next match, boy, this has got a lot of controversy, and I don't really understand why. But it does. Uh, yeah, Rhea Ripley versus Asuka. Same type of controversy. That uh, we have with Sasha and Belair. Whoa. people really? are calling bullshit. I think it's because people love Oscar so much.
1: Well, I love Oscar too, but that was a great match, and the ending was fine with me. As yeah, like that per- I, I, as like, I remember saying when we were watching, it's like, I would love Oscar to win, but mm-hmm. neither of those two winning was never, I mean, a never a bad outcome.
2: I mean, people, and it, it just makes me wonder sometimes. It's like, what what match are you guys watching? Because people said, it's like, Rhea Ripley can't work.
1: What? Based on what?
2: That, that's what I want to know. She was, and, in WrestleMania? and that's what I asked uh, on this. Uh, she was
1: just on WrestleMania last year, wasn't it? Against yeah,
2: Charlotte. Yeah, she, like, ha- she can
1: and work. They put her in WrestleMania twice.
2: They had a great match. Yes. And they had an even better match, in my opinion, yes. uh, last uh, Sunday. Mm-hmm. It was fantastic. Those guys tore down the house. They were saying nobody was into this match. I was like, the crowd were the crowd was electric. What are you talking about? Yeah. As I, I mean, the, the, it's this was a good match. It
1: was a very good match. Yeah.
2: And then, and then there's people just being marks about it. They was like, uh, uh, Ripley's a poser. You know, she's not in. As a, you know, she comes out to. Uh, uh, my brutality and uh, um, I'll be honest, uh, the that I'd never heard of that so uh, well, the, that group.
1: Well, uh, the live the live performance was terrible. Um, it, I, it
2: was bad. It, was it wasn't good. good. <laughs> her
1: theme is fine, but her that live performance was not good. Uh uh-uh. uh But um, I don't get it because it's apparently it's people who just don't see her and it's just like I don't watch NXT or anything like that. But I can mm-hmm. I, I recognize good
2: yeah <laughs> it's good talent. The look is great yeah the presentation and gimmick is strong right she is a domina in the ring Mm -hmm. and not just by size by ability to work what's the problem here and let's be let's remember we haven't done anything oscar has been on a shelf for seven months she has not done a damn thing, a tag match, every once in a while. I, and, I think one time in December. And that's not she her was on fault. The,
1: that's just them not having enough to, for her to do.
2: Right. She was. Uh, she did a playground with Alexa Bliss uh, right. thing, and it was weird, and it didn't make sense. Why'd they have Asuka do it? She's a world champion. And it, the, the whole thing was just weird. And so, look, if you're not going to use her, lose her. So, I mean,
1: give her a chance to work something back up yeah. and then come back. Yeah. You know, if you really, if you truly don't
2: have anything for her, send her back down to NXT. They will welcome her with open arms. Oh, sure. And she will be, she'll be put over like the champion that we all know she can be.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, this match I thought was fantastic. It uh, was a great time. We have a new Raw Women's Champion in Rhea Ripley. And I gave this three and a half Meltzers. <clears throat> what say you, Mister Barnes?
1: That was good. I mean, it was. I, I, I think Bianca and um, and Sasha really, really took it in terms of, of the women's matches, but they were a close second.
2: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Okay, well, here we are.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Main event. Yes. So we have the. Head of the table, Roman Reigns, no. and his Universal title. No. We have Daniel Bryan, mm-hmm. and we have Edge, who got weird the the the, lad, the Monday on the Go Home show week of, mm-hmm. and kind of felt like he was going hell It was weird. Uh, well, he mad. So. Uh, Let's talk about this. Okay, um, you had something you wanted to say about this. Match. Well, it
1: has to do with the ending, but okay, I, because the we the can match. skip
2: all the way to the ending because the match
1: itself was good.
2: That's a the I was going to say the notes that I have on this. This is Roman's best match that I have ever seen him in.
1: Yes, it has one of the best spots that I've ever seen Roman a part of, and that was. Uh, was it Edge that came in with the chair that broke? It was okay because he was
2: going to do the uh, yeah. Well, they took,
1: well, what he ended up doing. Well, I think it was before. Well, it was before concertos. Concertos did happen, but mm-hmm. um, this was before that when he grabs that little piece of the leg that broke off mm-hmm. and and puts uh, puts uh, Roman in the education, not at the education, but his um his in a submission. And, oh yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah! And he
1: jams that bit of chair leg into Roman's mouth like a like a riding like a horse bit, <laughs> yeah. like a bit, yanks back on it, and Roman is forced to emote for the first time, as you see his eyes go dinner plate wide, right. and he's trying. He's like he's kind of somewhere between screaming and and whatever, and then. Daniel Bryan joins in by putting on the Yes Lock, and they're both cranking back at the same time on him.
2: Oh, yeah. And this was after the concerto. Okay.
1: And this was wide-eyed. It was the most. the I, I said it then. I'll say it now. The most I've seen him emote.
2: Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Um, Roman did really, really good. Yes. Um, now, again, um, now, some people are upset. Uh, about it because they said well you just buried Daniel Bryan and Edge
1: I Okay, won't, I won't say buried but go ahead now uh,
2: all, had this been a regular pay per view I probably still wouldn't have agreed with you but I would have understood yes um, here's the thing we we're making Roman look dominant let's look at it this way Daniel Bryan, this is his last year here.
1: Yeah, I was about to say this. I mean, they're in the his phase
2: contract's of, coming up.
1: They're in the phase of their careers where it's, you know, it's it's etiquette. It's it's for the common good for mm-hmm. them to be putting over other people. Yeah, to make sure that you know the to make you 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 do it you you do that kind of thing on your way out to make sure. the, to make the business keep looking strong yeah so you have stars in place
2: and let's be honest there is no way that a 50 year old anybody right i don't care what shape they're in should be universal world champion of any federation sure barring it's the old man's league right i i I don't want to see it and i don't think anybody else does and, yeah, I'm talking about Edge, and I'm also talking about Goldberg, and I'm talking about just anybody that's over the age of 50. Right. I don't want to see it. Nobody else wants to see it. WrestleMania is for young stars. So if you wanted to see Edge retake the title, I'm sorry about your luck, kids, but put this on a T-shirt, too. 50-year-old men shouldn't have a title.
1: And also—, and also- Other than Mr. <laughs> <laughs> and also i think you know it's it's just a matter of uh, daniel bryan and edge have both also done enough that the ending of this match isn't going to tarnish that
2: no yeah they can't be there's, beaten especially daniel bryan and yeah, edge
1: they there's there's this is this does not take away any of the amazing things they've already accomplished including coming mm-hmm. back from career ending threats
2: absolutely those two they're well Edges in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, Daniel Bryan will be a Hall of Famer at this point. You can't kill him now, right? He's like Ric Flair. If Ric Flair was in shape and still in the ring, he can do as many jobs as you want him to. You can't kill him. You can't bury him, right? It's he's he's a legend, and you can't kill legends. I know Randy Orton would disagree, but no, um, that's why. You got the pin like that. You saw the domination of him dragging another lifeless body on top for a solid, clean, dominant win. Right. Just further putting over that he is the most dominant force in the WWE, which arguably, we got that. It's been established. We we established that. I get it. Um, still, we want to drive the point home. And I understand that too. Um, having said all that, it was a shit ending. It was, it was, it took too long because Roman doesn't know how to get there fast enough. He doesn't know how to set up fast enough.
1: So here's Mm. where my problem starts. Please. Where... (laughs) So, who is the credible challenger now? Mm-hmm. Who, who is who is someone you can walk in, who can walk in and say, "I'm coming to take your title," and I might believe it. Who, who, who is enough to worry Roman to start showing cracks in the armor? When does J. Uso finally stop being a fucking presence? Because I, I get why he keeps showing up, and I. But they keep having to find ways to excuse it, mm-hmm. and that also makes your dominant. I mean, someone should, that should be hammering home that Jay Uso keeps interfering, and that's mm-hmm. what's. But they don't. They just let it stand that it's Roman alone. He's definitely doing it all by himself. Who, who is gonna get set up to make me go? Well, he's definitely gonna. He could definitely has a chance of winning.
2: Now, there is a—I uh, think you can make a very strong point. Now, I realize what I just said 20 minutes ago, <laughs> and I'm about to contradict what I just said. Cut to your chase. Good. Uh, I think if you do it right, uh-huh. Big E can show the cracks in the armor.
1: Sure, and I I, I would want to believe that, too. I don't believe they'd handle it right.
2: Oh because, god, no. That's their it, biggest problem is it, it, them
1: handling the shit. It also requires Roman Reigns to show mm-hmm. a modicum of acting talent and be actually possibly visibly afraid of the threat in front of him.
2: You're right. You're right. Oh boy. And
1: he can't. And I'm I'm glad there are people who are happy out there but also who who like the Romans winning and being dominant cool Mm -hmm. and i'm glad he's your favorite guy but you should also understand from a storytelling standpoint this is shit yeah (laughs) guess what you've made him look too hard to take down for too long for it's going too long yeah and and no one and when they finally do it because they'll find they'll have to do it at some point Mm -hmm. when they finally do it no one's going to be happy well,
2: I think you you're gonna have to have the sympathetic baby face. We gotta have you have to you have to have Kofi Mania again. Uh, now, obviously, it ain't gonna be Kofi, but it needs to be somebody like Kofi. Right now, Cesaro has got the sympathy. If we push him slowly, listen to me, Bruce Pritchard slowly then we can create enough of drama in cesaro to get people behind it but
1: i i get and the feeling i get the feeling no matter who it is what they're gonna do is they're gonna give roman a definitive win mm-hmm. and then have nowhere to go because it's like what what needs to happen is okay Whoever he's facing shouldn't mm-hmm. win the first time or two. It should be inconclusive. You're right. It should be like a big question mark. Wait, can Roman actually put this person away? And on top of this, it's not. It's not just this current storyline. It's also taking into account the fact of every other accolade they've already put on him. True. Add that to this. Where you? What you? We're heading straight into a corner. Because there's gonna be no one, quote unquote, good enough to make this work.
2: I'll tell you somebody else that we could do sure. if we play our P's and Q's right. Well, if they play their P's and Q's right. Right. Stroman's never beaten him. True. They've had wars mm-hmm. and there's never been a definitive vic there's never been a three count from either one. In the ring, I thought. Well, actually, no. I'm sorry. I think Roman has beaten him. Of course. Uh. But it's but it, there's always some type of weirdness. It's
1: the Ultimate Warrior problem. Ultimate Warrior took mm-hmm. the title from Hogan at WrestleMania, <laughs> and who was there for him to be a credible challenger?
2: Right. There. Hogan has already beaten everybody.
1: Yeah. And uh, they, they didn't set anybody up for for Warrior to worry about. Yeah. It's the
2: And the rule of wrestling, and I don't feel like anybody's told the writers this. If you have a heel champion and you want to keep them, then you have to have a plethora of good, young, uh, hard-hitting babyface to chase
1: that title. I'm so glad they're all having fun writing Samoan Walter White, but they also need <laughs> to have to have an actual... I'm sorry. Please continue. <laughs> I'm so glad. I'm so glad they're having fun with their villain protagonist, but they need good guys in there yeah, look, to step up.
2: They're trying to make him Steve Austin, and the, the reality of it's never going to happen. No. He doesn't have the it. Factor. He's got the look. He's got uh, the uh, well, the look. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's it. Yeah. He's got yeah. Paul Heyman. No. Yeah. That's where
1: it ends. Uh, he's got somebody to talk for him, and he's got a good look. Which I got to jump back into the match for one second. When Jay Uso got taken out during the match. And Paul Heyman's looking on. He looks so fake concerned. He did. He's standing there like, oh no, what happened? It's that's honestly, cannibal.
2: it does make you wonder if Paul Heyman is getting bored with this.
1: It kind of looks like he is. And I hope and I, I hope that it means in a storyline way where it looks like he's done with Roman shit.
2: <laughs> Which.
1: It kind of looks like, honestly.
2: If that's true. Yeah. You know what this could possibly mean. <laughs> There is somebody.
1: You shut your mouth. That could. No, no. Possibly. That's not worth it. That's not worth it.
2: He was the reigning. Shut up. (laughs) Undisputed defending Universal Champion, the one that beat the one in WrestleMania 21.
1: Yes, but he didn't retire him like Roman did. Well, retired.
2: (laughs) Huge quotation fingers. (laughs) He's
1: never going to not pick up the phone when Vince calls.
2: Yeah, that's true.
1: But anyway, shut up.
2: (laughs) I'm just saying, that rumor is abound. Everybody wants that to happen.
1: Yeah, well, people are stupid. I didn't like him any better.
2: How about that for a Sophie's choice? What do you like? Who would you Uh, rather have here? Would you rather have Roman or would you rather have uh, Lesnar?
1: I mean, Brock's kind of fun when he decides to give a shit.
2: You're right. It's honestly, it's, it's a better choice.
1: I mean, I mean, it's been a while. And
2: Brock is a little more legitimate. He doesn't have to talk. No you honestly believe he doesn't like me because he doesn't, <laughs> he wants my money. And that's all the gimmicks. Real. <laughs> yeah.
1: I just, um, this story for as many chapters as it's gone on, um, hasn't, uh, it's just meandering. It's just made. It's made no significant, uh, made no significant, uh, changes to the plot
2: right and speaking of meandering that is why i have given this match a uh three meltzers okay um great match shitty ending yeah three meltzers overall i feel like wrestlemania was a success
1: it was it was
2: uh especially with our live audience I gave it uh, I gave it three and a half Meltzers. Yep. I was very close, and I debated about it a while about giving it four Meltzers. Mm-hmm. Too many shitty matches, too many bad endings yeah. for me to go to four.
1: Yeah, and I think night one definitely beat night two overall. Yeah, if
2: overall night, because you know uh, we were looking at night one and we weren't impressed <laughs> with what we saw until we actually saw it. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it, night one delivered. Night two, not so much. Well, let's take you to our uh, our awards for the uh, evening of WrestleMania. One sec.
1: <laughs> <Where are you? laughs> Sorry.
2: Wow. Cheap drugs. Uh, um, kind of, yeah. So, like I said, I gave the entire uh, pay-per-view 3.5. My MVP for the evening is once again gonna be cesaro
1: i uh, uh, was an mvp what's that i said it was an mvp
2: i see you make that joke every time do i i only <laughs> yes. called
1: doing it last time
2: now let me go to you mr mm. uh mr fashion plate mm. what do you have for best dressed on you both know?
1: nights mm. or you can do separate however you want to do it i'll go one i think Sasha. I think Sasha. Best. Sasha did look great. She man. looked great. She had the green and blue, mm-hmm. and she had highlighted her hair. Just overall, I think she had she had the best uh, overall.
2: Yeah, well said. You know, uh, she went to somebody in particular, and I, I I read that briefly. It's I don't care about hair or makeup, but I saw that, and uh, mm-hmm. yeah, she she had that done special in tribute for something, and I don't remember what it was, but yeah, she looked fantastic. It did, yeah. Now, what about Worst Dress?
1: Um, hmm. Oh, Roman, because he was just wearing his business pants.
2: Yeah. Yeah, the old BDUs again. Um, you know, he has promised us that the look was going to change. The music was going to change. Nothing. Nothing. Nothing has changed. And uh, we were supposed to be there by WrestleMania. David Hensley. Now, your best performance of the two nights. Well, I didn't
0: expect this to be a controversial opinion when I picked it, but apparently it is. Uh, I'm going with... Beth, uh, for best, I'm going with Rhea Ripley.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't expect that to be controversial either.
1: That's weird. I Yeah.
0: Yeah. But, uh, you know, that's me, apparently. Yeah. I'm just, always going for the controversy. And as
2: much as you hate women, you know, you would think... Uh, I mean...
0: Yeah, that's me too. I hate
2: women. <laughs> well, I've heard you talk about Bailey and, you know, it's Yes, I hate that woman.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't I... even hate it... Bailey. I hate heel Bailey. Right. No. Yeah.
1: You say that past tense like it's like it's not I know. I know. I know.
0: She's going to piss me off again next pay-per-view. I just know yeah, it. Yeah,
2: it's going to happen. So, what about worst performance?
0: Oh, Logan Paul. On principle,
2: mm-hmm. just,
0: yeah, just on principle.
2: Not, I'm not going to even try to argue that because, yeah. uh, granted, he didn't do anything wrong, but just his presence. Yeah, I understand we're doing this for clicks, but, you, but it's you, Florida. That's the best we got. And they, at
1: that point, you'd already done it. They made with Bad yeah, Bunny. Yeah, they'd made absolutely sure to mention that Logan Paul has 23 million subscribers on YouTube. Yeah, uh-huh. do you think that helped us any? No.
2: <laughs> like did that? Did that help WWE?
1: Going by the crowd,
2: no. <laughs> like it's. I mean, did any F- Logan Paul fans go? Ooh, he's going to be at WrestleMania. You can watch this on Peacock. Well, shiver me timbers. Let me just jump in here.
1: Do you think that happened? No, because what they probably did was they either watched the like some whoever ripped like you know the smack or the SmackDown broadcast he was on. They probably put that up on YouTube and check that out there. If they didn't already have Peacock, I don't. I don't see any of his fans being like the crossover type to be like, I got to get Peacock to watch it.
2: No, they're they're YouTube people, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, which makes them barely a people. <laughs>
0: right. Yeah. Chris Barnes does not speak for a long, long podcast. <laughs> or long, long
1: productions.
2: We invite you to listen to this as a work that is on YouTube. Yes. <laughs>
0: And to go through our backlog of older episodes, also on YouTube. <laughs> and to explore some more of Long Walk Productions' original content on YouTube. <laughs> uh,
2: this, uh, All in all, I had a really great two-night. It was, boy, last year, that two-night event was...
0: It was tough. It was yeah. t- it,
2: yeah. I, I don't want to say it was bad, but it kind of was. I mean, comparing live crowd... To just a empty arena, arena. Yeah.
0: It was because that uh, cool. they didn't even have the titan trons in or mm. the jumbo whatever no. the hell they're calling no.
2: them. Boy, that was uh, yeah, that was tough. So this this was so much better, yeah, so refreshing. And to hear the crowd, you know, giving it to McMahon straight, mm-hmm. what they like, what they don't like, and
1: great stuff.
2: What do you say we take just, it home? I huh? just imagine,
1: I, I just imagine McMahon and like Gorilla. I was like, oh right, they have opinions. <laughs> yeah.
2: Even when you know, even when he started out the show, mm-hmm. when McMahon comes out there and says, "Well, you know, uh, we've had a very trying year in this uh, uh, unpredictable climate, and the one thing that we needed was you," and it, he sounds so insincere now. <laughs> It's like you you don't believe him anymore, right? It's- he should be running for office. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, Linda worked for the Trump administration.
2: Yeah, so there you go. <laughs> well,
0: Hensley, you got anything else? Uh, well, coming up next week, uh, we're going to be diving back into our Kevin Smith discussion with the film Dogma. And then the week yes. after that, we're going to continue it by talking about Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Love Dogma, my favorite one. Um, if you are also an NXT fan, uh, you can check out uh, the episode of This is a Takeover that just came out with Shelby Ray Patterson and Gina Belmont about NXT Stand and Deliver. Oh, how'd, how'd that go? It was really good. Right
2: on, right I, on.
0: I uh, know nothing about NXT, though, so I pay less attention to what they're saying than I do during this.
2: Right on. Uh, th- See, I watched Stand and Deliver uh, the other night. It was It was a damn good show. That's what they said.
0: So, dogs, if people want to follow you online or reach out to you online, where can they do that at?
2: Well, you can get me at david 2 dogs Hayes on Twitter, david 2 dogs Hayes on Instagram, and yeah, I might be back on Facebook eventually, but no, for right now, not. Why would not. you do that to yourself? I'm a glutton for punishment, and, and I like doing things that hurt me
1: you're a wrestling fan so yes you are a masochist yeah
0: yeah chris if people want to reach out to you online well,
1: anyone has any opinions about the things i've said and how much they hate it uh my twitter handle is at immortal two dogs with a z how
2: dare you <laughs> and, and when that, that's my twitter handle. and when
1: that one blocks you you can find me at chris the okay
0: very nice and you can find me uh on instagram at DB Hensley now I have to remember what Gina said last night because they started a podcast I'm sorry they started a um I got it. Twitter account uh, this is a takeover yeah for this is a takeover it it's is a, it's
1: actually very easy to remember um it's at this underscore pod
0: that's what I thought mm-hmm. so yeah uh, this underscore pod on Twitter to follow them and they're going to be promoting some of our uh, the rest of the Shows on this network as well.
2: Right on. All Outstanding. Right. Well, for David Hensley and Chris the Fashion Plate Barnes, this is David Two Dog Hayes saying: if you got out of bed today and you had a job to go to, and you had somebody that cares about you when you get back home, folks, this match is over and you just won via Pinfall. Thank you very much for listening to This Is A
1: Work.
0: Thank you, listeners, and as always, if you enjoyed this show, please make sure to leave us a rating and a review on whatever platform you are listening on.
1: WrestleMania Backlash, what kind of crap is that?